0: in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, Hi, I'm Jeffrey, and welcome back to Nightfalls. Join me around the campfire at the foot of these mystical falls for a podcast of bedtime stories designed to help you sleep. Each week we'll begin with a brief meditation before settling into our story for the evening. And don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. I want you to drift off whenever you're ready. Come, join me tonight as I capture the beauty of the clearing with a paintbrush in one hand and the magic of nightfalls in the other. I love Bob Ross. He had a series on telly all about painting, encouraging everyone to pick up a brush and have a go. I've never been much good at it, but I love to dabble and find it so meditative to be outside with a flask of tea, some paper, and some paint. It's fun to see what happens, and who cares if it's not great? I think I get a little better every time. Before we wander up the hillside tonight, And begin to brush the colours of the clearing across the canvas, let's take a moment to relax beside the fire. Come to a comfortable position, take a deep breath in, hold it for a moment, and exhale. Tonight, allow yourself to see things anew, and perhaps to even view yourself from a fresh perspective. As you breathe in once more, draw in all the positive energy this moment has to offer you. The warmth ebbing off of the fire, the magic of the falls, and the smell of the wildflowers sweetening the air. All of that beauty, light, and love is swept up by your in-breath and carried in your core. Exhaling, release any thoughts or feelings that no longer serve you, any foregone conclusions you might have about yourself. Let go of any versions of you that others have painted you out as in the past. Those outside opinions are no measure of you, your morality, or your capabilities. Whether the person you've been painted as by the masses has always felt unrecognizable to you, or is someone you recall having once been, know that even the people we love have a tendency to only recall the version of us that they held the most influence over. Drawing in another deep breath, Grant yourself the opportunity to be you, whoever and however you are in this very moment. Exhaling, if you're feeling ready, our journey can begin. I've had the fortune of painting nightfalls in the very depths of its winter and the full bloom of spring have splashed its autumnal oranges across the canvas and the light gold loosening heat of its summer nights aside from the treetops that stretch a little farther into the sky with every passing year nightfalls has hardly changed since my arrival when I first began painting the falls I couldn't understand how something changed so little by the passing of time could appear so different to me whenever I set out to capture its likeness. Years went by before I realized that, though the falls were not changing, I was. With every year here, I continued to grow. That growth ushers in a shift in my perspective the face of the falls has long since gone unchanged and I've come to think that perhaps that's because the magic of the falls has elected to nurture me instead of the clearing and help me grow upon its hallowed soil in my growth I found the things that caught my eye and felt important have continued to change. The falls remain almost fixed in time, a perfect pocket of peace and predictability, granting me the safety I need to grow. Nightfalls hasn't changed. I have. And with that change, the way I see the world around me has undeniably shifted to The path up to the little lookout spot is well-trodden these days. Follow me. It's right this way. I needn't take anything with me. I left my pots and paints up there last time I visited. The first time I walked up here, I had to cut away at the vines and redirect the branches of the trees. It wasn't an easy journey back then, In fact, the first time I stumbled upon the lookout, I hadn't even been searching for it. In the early days, I spent hours meandering through the pine forest and across the hillsides surrounding the clearing. I was determined to see all that nightfalls had to offer, and after a few months of exploring, I was quite sure that no leaf had gone unturned. That is, until I stumbled upon the lookout spot where we're heading up to now. I think perhaps the magic hid the lookout from me initially, to push me to explore the beauty and natural wonder of nightfalls myself, before it revealed to me the spot from which I could take in all of its beauty at once. That's the thing about this little lookout In itself, the place is small Nothing more than a little break in the trees Halfway up the hillside With just enough space for a picnic blanket And an easel However, though the lookout itself is rather small and quaint The view it overlooks is far from it The scenery stretches far and wide and is rather humbling in my considered opinion. From that little spot, halfway up the hillside, you can see deep down into the heart of nightfalls and all the way across the mountains that rise up around the clearing. You can see the sun rise over the easternmost mountain peaks, and set over the gentle rolling grasslands in the west. Once I learned to harness the magic of the falls, of course, the journey up to the lookout became far easier. I simply asked the magic to carve out a path for me. I didn't want to be of any disruption to the clearing. So instead of pulling roots from the ground, I used the magic to bend the tree trunks and the flower stems into a sort of tunnel shape. Now, as you can perhaps see, the trees grow outwards and up before knitting together above our heads. Look at the way the leaves are intertwined. They form rather a nice canopy, I think. Apples and pears hang from the branches in the summertime. Perhaps we'll come across some ripe enough for picking tonight. The flowers, tangled into the foliage, seem to grow more vibrant the farther I follow the path up the hillside. It's not far now. The walk up here isn't a long one, but I can't help feeling like I'm in a different world. Tucked out of the way when in my lookout spot. Taking the time to step back and paint the falls grants me a sense of perspective. It reminds me of where I started and quite how far my journey has taken me already. It helps me to take pause and give thanks for the way the sunlight kisses these hillsides. And the snow dusts the tips of the taller mountains, even in the summertime. Perhaps I'll find myself stood upon the peak of one of those great mountains, gazing back at nightfall some day. I'm quite sure that, even at a distance, the clearing will be as dazzling as it is up close. here we are. I'll have to pull back some of the branches to get a better look. The foliage is rather a lot thicker than it was the last time I came up here. I'd say the view leaves me breathless, but I'm not sure that's quite the truth. The untamable beauty of nightfalls, and the rugged, rolling peaks and valleys that stretch out beyond it leave me awestruck time and time again it's the kind of view that gives you pause that makes you want to breathe deep and feel the ground through the soles of your feet in an attempt to try to capture as much of the moment as possible and draw it into your body Down there, cradled in the valley between three converging mountains and tucked away from the drama of their exposed peaks and ridges, lies Night Falls. I'll lay out the rug and get myself situated. It'd be great to capture the falls before the sun is completely set. Please make yourself comfortable. Sit back and relax. There's a glacier melting on the summit of the easternmost mountain. It's just about visible to the naked eye. I much suspect that if I were to follow the river that flows over the cliff top and down into the lake in nightfalls, that the glacier glistening in the sunlight all those miles away would be its source the river flows in abundance and little wonder for there must be gallons and gallons of water running off the glacier every hour everything about nightfalls is abundant perhaps it's the river keeping the soil moist or the magic that hangs between the trees that allows the clearing to blossom and bloom as it does. Nightfalls appears to have everything it needs in order to flourish and for that reason it has been able to give me everything I need in order to thrive. Life can be rather funny like that In taking care of yourself, and making sure your own needs are met, you often find that you can be better to the people in your life, and give to them in the same way that you give to yourself, with time and attention. I'm certainly not the greatest painter of my generation, and I imagine not even the best among my friends. It took me a while to realise that you don't have to be the best at your hobbies. In fact, you don't have to be any good at them at all. The good thing about hobbies is that they are just that. Hobbies. Interests. There's nothing competitive about them nothing to prove, and no one to prove it to. There's no pressure in your practice of them, no one pushing you, and indeed nothing driving you aside from pure curiosity and the deep sense of joy they grant you. It's nice sometimes to keep something for yourself, something to be brilliant at, or something to be not very good at at all. You don't have to compete with anyone over your hobbies. You don't even have to share them with anyone if you don't want to. Painting has always filled that void for me. I don't paint for anyone else. I never have. Throughout life, I've dipped in and out of the craft. Just as one might dip a brush in a paint pot. Whenever I felt swept up by the chaos of life, art has always been there for me. I found that there is always a way to make life feel busy if you want it to be. But I know now that it takes a special kind of strength to draw yourself away from the chaos and carve out peace for yourself. The world will continue rushing by with or without you. And learning to let go of my hold on life as it races by, taking the time to step back and capture the maddening, unfathomable beauty caught up in the chaos of it, has helped me to understand that there are no quiet times coming. I must carve out the quiet for myself. I must build the time to be kind to myself, into my day. The peace and tranquillity I seek are within me, and they are never more than a few deep breaths away. I've found that it's a little easier to capture the true spirit of nightfalls And the paint I work with is formed of the very stuff I'm aiming to depict, i paint all night, going over and over my previous work. As the sun begins to set, I paint over the blue skies and douse the mountaintops in gold. When the blanket of night finally cloaks the view before me, I'll splash deep blues across the canvas and try to capture the endless dark of the evening the early hours. I'll add the silvering moon to my painting only when he has finally taken it upon himself to show face and cast shadows even darker than the darkness itself across the clearing. I've always found the darkness rather peaceful, particularly in nightfalls where the quiet ushers in a sense of calm, comfort, and stillness. I'll chart the progress of the stars across the night sky until the sky begins to lighten once more and the sun peaks over the tips of mountains in the east. I'm not just painting nightfalls. I'm painting the passing of time and weave magic into all of my canvases these days, for it allows me to play through the painting. With a simple incantation gifted to me by the lady in the lake, I can watch the sun setting over the hillsides in my painting over and over again, On every perfect day I've taken the time to capture it. Each evening, that I have attempted to capture nightfalls has appeared to me to be as perfect as the last. Though it must also be said that no two sunsets have ever struck me as being in any way similar. It was around the third time I brushed paint across parchment in nightfalls that I realised there are endless iterations of Perfection. The oranges and ambers of its autumn appeared to me as beautiful as the blossom of its spring. I began to wonder how different life might be if we could all see the beauty in our differences. The magic of the falls isn't just threaded into the canvas, it's bound to the very paint itself. I have a few colours left over in the watercolour palette I brought in my backpack when I first arrived. But my paintings didn't really start coming to life until the conversation I had with the lady beneath the lake. She told me one day that she rather enjoyed the gallery that was beginning to take shape in the cosy cave behind the falls, where I hung most of my work once it had dried. The lady, who I had come to know as Anwen, said she thought I was rather good. Anwen did, however, caveat her compliment in saying that she hadn't actually seen any landscape painting before, so really might not have been the best judge of ability. I stifled a laugh at the half-baked compliment. There's something wonderfully direct about Anwen. It surprises me even now, because there is nothing direct about the water she was born of. Her eye contact seems rarely to waver or give way, though the water that surrounds her seems to always be rippling and ready to be moved by any and all forces. The water is constantly making space for the people who'd like to drift upon it, wade through it, dip into it. But there was a confidence about Anwen, a sort of steadfast certainty and stillness that I found rather reassuring. Anwen never got swept up in the current. She created it. She asked me if I'd ever considered mixing magic into the paintings I created she said she hoped I didn't think her rude for suggesting it, but she was sure the magic of the falls might be able to add a little more life and colour to my work. We spent many an evening chatting like that, her bobbing in the shallows of the lake, me sprawled out upon the beach as its sands cooled beneath me, and day rolled into night. Towards the end of that particular conversation, Anwen said she had left something for me in the cave behind the waterfall. I asked her what I should expect to find, but she simply said it was a gift from the depths. She had spoken before about some of the treasures passers-by have thrown into the lake, She said she found those items in particular to be of value, for they weren't simply things that people wanted to keep for themselves, but treasures they felt set upon keeping to themselves. To Anwen, that distinction makes a world of difference, for she is firmly of the belief that the objects people hold most dear and the private, unuttered stories tied to them are the only true treasure upon the earth. The very next day, I called into the cave behind the waterfall. I'd learned how to duck in and out of it without getting caught in the falls. Resting on a rock in the dark and far corner of the cave, I noticed a piece of parchment. As I drew nearer, could begin to make out the handwriting scrawled across it. The parchment seemed old, and although the ink had bled a little, perhaps from so much time hidden beneath the surface of the lake, it remained entirely legible. It appeared to be an incantation of some sort. I hadn't realised the magic of the falls would respond to verses or enchantments, like the one scrawled across the paper. But I trusted Anwen, and I still do. It's in her nature to tell the truth, to be bold and direct. I folded the incantation carefully into my pocket, and carried on up the path that leads me to my little lookout, As I began to paint that evening, the scene looked much like it does tonight, and before I picked up my paintbrush or wetted my watercolours, I took the time to read through Anwen's incantation. I had already learned that harnessing the magic of the falls had much to do with intention, with confidence and expectation. And so I rehearsed the verse over and over, allowing the words to settle somewhere deep inside of me, before I breathed life to them. When I finally felt clear enough on what I wanted, I let my words paint the world around me, filling the quiet of the evening air and drawing out the magic in the clearing, calling it to recognize the magic that lies within me, that connects us all. I say it each and every time I set out to paint nightfalls. The words are almost etched into my mind nowadays, and they go a little something like this. call upon the things I see, the river and the twisting trees. The magic calls from me to you, for you are twinned with magic too. I call the colours and the light and love. I call the darkness and the stars above. I draw them up into my brush and paint them out with an artist's touch. The incantation that Anwen laid out for me that day allowed me to dip my brush into the world around me and to learn to paint with the elements. Perhaps you can see the fabric of nightfalls gently rippling as I dip my brush into the sky above. Of course, I cannot reach the sun or the blue skies myself, but in setting my intention and lifting my brush to the sky, I am rewarded with the pure sunlight that coats the tip of my paintbrush now. You can almost see the effect my brushes had on the atmosphere, just like the water I once used to dampen my brush before I dipped it in paint, would ripple out in rings. The fabric of nightfalls ripples around me each time I dip my paintbrush into it. All it took was a simple incantation for me to finally realise how malleable the world around me truly is. Painting in nightfalls taught me how easy it is to shift and change your surroundings. It showed me that nothing is really fixed or removable. And I found life easier to navigate with the knowledge that nothing is quite as permanent as I once thought. The earth is always turning beneath my feet. The world around us is as changeable and easy to blend as the watercolours in my old paint palette. My life can be whatever I want it to be, whatever I envision for myself. There's nothing quite like splashing pure, golden sunlight across the canvas. It shines brighter than any of the yellows or golds I've been able to find in the shops or fashion out of the pigment in flowers. Tonight, I begin with a gentle wash across the canvas. Perhaps then the outline of the mountains furthest off in the distance. The ones that seem to rise up for miles around. I think nightfalls is nestled into the lowest point of this entire mountain range. Perhaps that's why the magic tends to pool there. It drips and drains off the hillsides, down into the clearing. I'll draw colour out of the rock face and into the bristles of my brush, and then paint their shape out carefully across the canvas. I'll soak up the green of the pine trees and the violet hues of the wildflowers, and paint their bright and beautiful colours into the clearing. I'll siphon off some of the beautiful azure blue from the falls themselves and paint the river flowing in abundance down into the lake below. You see that bird over there? I'll put its essence into the painting too. I can't quite tell from this distance, but it looks rather like a tawny owl. The beauty of the magic is in the way it connects the things, creatures, plants and trees that make their home in the clearing. Magic brings things and beings together and helps them to understand one another, even when they've no common language or experience. Just as the magic of the falls resides within me, it will be under the wings of that bird as it soars through the sky. If I take a moment to breathe and set my intention, the magic will call like to like and draw the bird over to me. Taking a deep breath in, I'll draw just a little more magic from the earth. It's rather soothing as it settles in my core. That magic, that inner light, shines bright for the world to see. And as I call the bird towards me, he'll be drawn to it. To the magic and light he's come to know so well. Here he comes, an owl, I thought so. Whilst I've got him perched upon my shoulder, I'll show you how to put the essence of a living thing Into a painting. I'll gently stroke the soft feathers of his wings a few times, and in doing so, collect up some of the magic that was beneath them a few moments ago. Having captured the magic he flies upon, I can then mix it into my paint. I think a bright blue for his beautiful eyes, perhaps a golden brown for his feathers there. That looks perfect. Now, with his essence bound up in the painting, you'll notice that as he flies from my shoulder and soars off into the night sky, the owl in the painting begins to fly as well, mirroring his movements around the clearing. I'm not a good enough painter to give a picture of what the critics of the art world might describe as movement, and life. But with the magic of the falls, I can capture just a little morsel of our good friend's essence and bring my pictures to life with it. With that, I think this work of art might just be finished. And I must admit, I'm feeling really rather tired. Let's head back down to the clearing. The walk always seems much shorter going downhill than it feels on the way up. As I near the clearing, I find that the magic thickens in the air around me, and the heat penned in by the thick pine forest keeps nightfalls warm and toasty all night long. Here we are, home at last. I just set the painting down beside the flames, not too close, of course. Just near enough for the warmth to begin drying out the paint. I think I might turn in for the night. You're very welcome to sleep on the beach. Or perhaps you might find the shelter at the foot of the falls more comfortable. You could, of course, rest here. By the fireside, too. Wherever you'd feel most comfortable, please do relax and get some rest. I'm sure I'll sleep soundly tonight, and I hope you do too.